eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Now, I really want to get your opinion between my next, the two guys that I want to talk about, Tank Bigsby and Dwayne McBride. They're kind of yeah. neck and neck for me, man. Like, I think McBride is easily the best non-Power 5 running back in this class. Um, you know, his contact balance is ridiculous. Um, maybe the best in this class. But I, I wish I could see what he could do against better competition, right? That's really my concern with him. Exactly. Um, right? And, like, and that might be why I prefer Tank over him. Um, but at least – McBride stood out by a lot in the group of five, and and that's what you want. If you're gonna see, if you're gonna like, if if a running back is not in the power five, you he better like really stand out in his group of conferences, which he did. Um, and by the way, he's not running at his pro day either because of a hamstring injury. Injury, so hopefully that, that doesn't hurt his stock. Uh, but something to to keep in mind. Like, what are your thoughts on these two guys? So Dwayne McBride specifically, you wanted to say like you you wanted to see how he would do against better competition. Um, well, I, I kind of did that in his game against LSU. I don't know if you saw the film on that game. He had a touchdown, but otherwise he he basically got shut down. I mean, he just couldn't get anything broken off. Uh, he, he did not look great in that game. And, um, you know, there's a lot of issues with his burst um, and that kind of thing. But again, it's the contact balance. It's like once he gets to that second level, that's really where he starts winning. And when I looked at his stats, uh, 1,700 yards, in his last year, 19 touchdowns, 10 receiving yards. I don't even know how you accidentally only get <laughs> 10 receiving. Like, that just kind of seems like an accident. Like, I saw him. If I'm not pass. mistaken, yeah, he has if five catches in his college career. Yeah. So, you know, obviously <laughs> a minus there. But, um, and, and that's kind of like what, what alarmed me with Wayne McBride is like seeing him struggle against LSU just like a good, you know, a better team than what he's used to facing. And then watching that translate into the NFL where it's like every team is like 10 times better than LSU. I don't know. I I, I have concerns about that. Um, 
But again, seventeen hundred yards, nineteen touchdowns, that contact balance, like you talked about. He doesn't really have any receiving. And, and, and again, it's not like he can't catch the ball. He actually has decent hands if you've seen him do it. It's just a matter of he just got none of it. <laughs> Five catches in his entire collegiate career. So, Dwayne McBride specifically, not as high on. You know, and, and Tanks Bisbee, uh, I thought it was all right. I, you know, not a guy I'm falling in love with. He's got decent size. He, you know, he, he moves the pile like a tank. There's so many times where I see like a crowd of people around him and it's like, it's just moving and inching and inching and inching. I'm like, I know Tank's in there somewhere, just like churning his legs and moving that pile. Uh, so he's great at that. He's explosive. We haven't seen any kind of 40 or anything from him yet. I think he declined to take part in any of that. So I'm excited to see where that turns up because uh, for his size and for his power, I was kind of expecting him to be a little bit on the slower side, but uh, from what I've seen, he's got great explosiveness. I just really want to see how that comes out on paper as well. No. Yeah. I hear that, man. Um, you know, I think, I think tank is a, a pretty good back. Like his 2020 season and his 2022 season was really good. 2021 was a little bit of an off year for him, but in terms of yards after contact, missed tackles, force, he was really, really good. So I think, you know, in you know, he had good competition, right? So, like when you compare him and McBride, I think you gotta give the edge to tank, the fact that he was able to produce yeah. well with volume. And then on top of that, you know, like remember his high volume year was 2021. His efficiency did drop by a mile when he got over 200 carries. So that's something to keep in mind with him, um, which is probably why he's not gonna be going in the second round. Uh, but he could still be a third third round back maybe a fourth round back um but we'll see you know hopefully he gets for his sake he gets that you know third round draft capital and he'll be doing okay let's go for it man Let, let's hit Rashawn johnson right now Woo! let's talk about him um you know he could be this year's damian pierce man like especially if he can get yes. that day two draft capital potentially then he has a leg up over damian pierce right both guys didn't get volume in college but were extremely efficient um, there were 98 power five running backs, uh, with 90 or more carries this past season. He was 60 yards after contact per attempt in 2021. He was 10th among 94, 94 qualifying power five, power five running backs, um, missed tackles force per attempt second among 191 Ooh. FBS running backs with 90 or more carries last year in 2021. Fifth among 187 running backs with 90 or more carries. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think he has a little bit to offer in the receiving game as well. He's capable there, right? Over one yard per route run each of the last two seasons. So, you know, nothing crazy, but capable. I'm guessing that you think that he should be somebody we should be paying attention to. He was just stuck behind B. John Robinson, right? So, like, what's up? So, it's it's like I talked about... Zach Charbonnet being the third and the gap behind him, you know, not being much. Roshan is my fourth. And it, it's it you have to look past the lack of production because of Bijan Robinson. Like you have to understand that Bijan Robinson is just that good that Roshan. I mean, if if Roshan had a full starting, like if he was a starter for a team. I think there's a chance we're talking about Roshan being the second or third best running back in this class. Probably second. Yeah. You know what it. I mean? Like, so if you if you say like in your imaginary mind, like okay, he has a thousand yards last season, a thousand yards the season before, all of a sudden you're looking at his tape and you're like, this guy's a freaking stud. Mm-hmm. He is like, okay, so he's my favorite running back in the class. 
He can do everything you want. He can do pass protection. He's an aggressive runner, which is kind of uh, – I keep going back to Isaiah Pacheco. But, like, he's got that kind of grit when it comes to, like, fighting for extra yards. Um, he's very aggressive in that sense. He's hard to take down. He's got surprisingly good footwork. I mean, he's six foot, 220. Like, he can he can move. Um, great pass catcher, as you mentioned. Uh, stiff arms, got the balance. And he's even good at blocking. He's great pass protection. And we've seen a couple plays where he kind of acted as a fullback. Uh, for Bijan as well, where he would run in front of him, knock a guy out, and then Bijan's off another 10, 15 yards for a touchdown, whatever it is. So, yeah, and, you know, the thing against Roshan, I guess, would be his top end speed. Like, you know, when he gets to that second level, in the NFL, there's going to be DBs and whatever that are faster than him. They may not be able to take him down, but, you know, that that's probably, other than the low production, the only thing that's holding him back. But still, I mean, he's got everything you want in a running back. He's 22 years old, which also, I guess, could be a little alarming. He's a little older. You know, a lot of these guys are 19, 20, 21. Um, but again, I, he, he's my favorite. And it's not the best, my favorite. Yeah, man. I mean, I think I think Roshan, like if he, like, like you said, if he got volume, he could have been that dude. Um, very efficient. And I feel like he could have maintained that efficiency with some volume. Like he reminds me a lot of, I love Damian Pierce last year, but uh, he didn't get more than 100 carries <laughs> last season or the year before at Florida. And then you have someone like Roshan, same type of situation. But the difference is, like we said, potential day two draft capital. A lot of these GMs are looking like they, they like Roshan. So, you know, yeah. it's looking like he could potentially be that day two pick. And that would be that would be awesome for him and i refuse uh, and, to oh, believe oh, that gonna... all the nfl gms are that stupid to like pass up on him by the way i think it's gonna happen yeah I, I think so and you know what it, it kind of sucks that you know i went to the senior bowl you know we only got to see him on day one of the sure. senior bowl because he broke his wrist um at the senior bowl on day one he's still he apparently he broke it early in practice and then he just kept playing on it <laughs> uh and then he, he was making he was like catching he was catching balls he was making blocks like he was doing a lot with a broken wrist so good for him um but yeah man like he, he's he's I'm, I'm rooting for the guy i'm hoping that you know he can potentially get have a good career in the nfl okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, And yeah, man, like... Can we talk about a few sleepers, you know, guys who might be day three picks uh, who could potentially elevate, you know, to a top, you know, near the top of a depth chart at some point, especially that first one or two years, um, you know, besides. So obviously you talked about Izzy, you know, he could potentially be that guy for you. Um, I do want to mention a couple versatile backs. OK, so, you know, before we hit those sleepers, just want to let you guys know, like, who is potentially a decent enough pass catcher? and decent enough on early downs where they could potentially be this guy that, that gets plugged into a situation when a lead back goes down, something to pay attention to. Okay. There's a few guys here. Um, I think Tajay Spears, right. Keep an eye on him. He could be a day two pick. He was at the senior bowl. He killed it. He was probably one of the, he was probably the best running back at the senior bowl, opened up a lot of eyes, a lot of hype around him. Okay. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. 
Okay. Uh, I'm hoping that I can get him on the podcast soon with some, sometime this month. I know that I'm making, it's not, it's not a promise, but <laughs> I think, I think it's going to happen. Um, I but he's, he's some, he, he's somebody, he's somebody to, to, to look out for. Um, Eric Gray um, is somebody that you want to look out for in terms of him being very good in the, in the past game. Uh, he's a decent enough runner. Kenny McIntosh as well could be a day two pick. Keep an eye out for him. He, he's out of Georgia, one of the better pass catchers in this draft. Uh, he has not dropped a ball his entire college career, uh, and he's very efficient in the receiving game. Evan Hull, somebody who could potentially get drafted fifth, sixth round. Um, he's a very, very, very good receiver. Not as good in the pa- in the run game. He did have a pretty fast 40, so that, that's, that might bump him up a little bit in a lot of GM's minds. Um, and I think Muhammad Ibrahim, somebody that, you know, he tore his Achilles in 2021, uh, but he's just a good back to me, man. Like, he, he's, he's a power back. Um, but he's somebody that is really, really good after contact. Uh, it could be like a Jordan Howard type of guy. That's kind of how I look at him. Uh, but he could be a day two pick. The 2021 Achilles is really going to set him back a little bit. Um, but listen, he came back in 2022 and he killed it, man. He was efficient even last year, which is absolutely awesome to see. Uh, but it doesn't seem like he's going to get day two draft capital. Just curious, any of those names, you know, do anything for you? Are you curious about any of these guys? Are you a little higher on any of these guys than consensus? Uh, Tajay Spears. I, I, I like Tajay Spears. And, you know, he's kind of a popular name uh, as of recent. You mentioned how good he did at the Senior Bowl, kind of sparked some of those conversations. Um, but, you know, smaller frame uh, towards ACL in 2020. So, again, you know, had to make his way back from that. Um, but, I mean, 6.9 yards per carry in college, broke it at 18 years old, just got elite speed and burst, kind of similar to Izzy, like I was talking about before, with that breakaway speed. Uh, he's a fantastic pass catcher. Uh, we talked about, you know, other guys behind Gibbs who could potentially be that good of a pass catcher. Uh, I think Spears kind of merits that um, in terms of he was running routes. Uh, He's he great on uh, the screens, especially with that speed. Uh, he's not going to be the guy you want running through the middle, although, you know, 5'10", 201, it's not like that's ruled out from him either. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Tajay Spears. He's got great hands and talk about guys potentially day three that can have some value. You can catch passes like he can maybe some potential as a returner as well. Like that's the kind of thing that teams will draft in the third round and give those players a chance. I agree. I think he plays a lot bigger than his size. Um, you know, he is going to be, have to be, he's going to have to be a little bit of an outlier as well. Like you said, his size, 5'11", 201, not ideal, but it's not absolutely terrible, right? It's not a game breaker. It's not a deal breaker for me. Um, you know, you got to contact. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know who he reminds me of in Ooh. Austin Eckler. Yeah, Austin I can Eckler, see it. Five foot ten, two hundred one. Tajay Spears, five foot ten, two hundred. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Extremely efficient, by the way. Yeah. Each of the last two years, like very efficient in all in all categories, breakaway percentage as well, second highest among all running backs last year. Um, so. He's a like you said, a good pass catcher. So yeah, somebody to definitely look out for. Hoping that he can get that day two draft capital because that will alleviate some of those size concerns for you Absolutely. in terms of a de- dynasty asset. Um, but that's that's really all we got, guys. Want to kind of hit, uh, you know, on those guys at a high level. You know, uh, my, my draft kit is going to be coming out very soon. We're going to be going into a lot of detail. These guys are going to be ranked. We're going to have you know all the dynasty rankings for you, sample mock drafts for twenty twenty three rookie drafts, and all that kind of stuff to help you out in your, in your rookie drafts, just overall to kind of get a better feel for these prospects. 
Um, but Joe, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for hopping on. Um, again, please tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at fantasy.football.analyst. You will not find me on TikTok. That might be banned. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can, you can find me on Instagram. I don't do a lot of TikTok. All right, man. Yeah. Appreciate you. Uh, we're at Upper Hand Fantasy. Find us there. Hit us with a DM or something. We'll, until then, though, see you guys later. Appreciate you guys listening. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. See you. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.